Welcome to the Crystal Sparks Podcast. We are so glad you are here. Our one goal of this podcast is to grow your faith and help equip you to accomplish your dreams and your goals. Now here is Crystal Sparks. Hey, I think it's time for us to refuse to give up. I heard this story um, a while ago, but I think it's so powerful and I think about it often. And some scientists got together and they were curious what would happen if they sent some bees into outer space. So they loaded them up and sent them into outer space where they were going to be in a weightless condition to see if they would survive, what they would do. And they summed up the experiment with these words. They enjoyed the ride, but in the end, they died. That's really sad, right? They were curious what would happen if they just got in a weightless situation. And the truth was, they didn't make it. They didn't make it at all. You know, I was driving down the road the other day and I was really frustrated with God. You know, we are seeing God do so many amazing things. Um, our church is thriving. We launched our second campus. We're renovating a building, getting ready to move into that. I mean, just so many things. And I was just asking God for all these things. And finally, I asked God this question. God, is there ever going to be a point where I don't need a miracle to get us to the next thing that you have for us. And I felt God very clearly tell me this, Crystal, the goal of your Christian life is not to need me less, but to rely on me more. And in that moment, I realized that so often we want to give up because we feel like what we're facing seems impossible. And the truth is, is that God did not make us for average, mediocre, substandard kind of lives. He created us to be continuously going into great and wonderful things that he has for us. So I'll just put it this way, that if you feel like giving up, then that means that you're doing something big for God because people that live average lives don't need God, but people who are continuously pressing into the new things, believing God for everything that he's promised, those are the people that need God. Uh, I think in our lives that we begin to look to the horizon and say, God, I declare that I'm not going to give up no matter how long and no matter how hard it is, I refuse to tap out on the journey that you have for me. See, effortless living is never effective. Just like those bees. I think so many of us are praying for things to get easier and God's will for us is that we become stronger. We're praying that things just magically all turn out and God's saying, do you have the faith to be steadfast through the situations that I placed you in? There's three people we're going to look at in the Bible that I think are going to inspire you. And the first one is found in Luke chapter 18, verse 1. It's the widow woman who went to the unjust judge. And the Bible says, Jesus said that she did not give up. In Luke 18, 1, it says, Also Jesus told them about a parable to the effect that they ought ought to always pray and to not turn coward, faint, lose heart, and give up. See, Jesus told them the story about the unjust judge and the widow woman. The widow woman came to him day and night. She did not give up in what she was praying for. And I think the first thing that we can see out of that story is that do not give up even when authorities in your life 
tell you it's never going to happen. Maybe it's writing a book and somebody you thought was an authority, somebody that you thought was really good told you nobody's ever going to read this. Maybe you tried out for a musical position and they told you that you couldn't sing. Maybe you went after it on whatever it is and somebody that you said was an authority in your life told you that you're not going to make it and it's never going to work out. I want to tell you that we've got to keep pushing forward even when authority figures in our life tell us that it's not good enough. I remember whenever I was um, in English in high school, I had an English teacher read my uh, writing assignment and she told me, she said, Crystal, the problem with you is that you write like you talk. And those words rung in the back of my head because she was an authority figure in my life. Um, And those words rung in the back of my head all the way through into my 30s. And when I sat down, because God had called me to write a book, all I could think about was, don't write like you talk. And so I, every time I would go to start writing, I was like, I don't even know what to say because the only way I know how to say this is how I would say it, right? The only way I know how to write it is how I would say it. And so I went to a friend of mine who edits for all kinds of people, um, big, uh, famous authors, major speakers, and I went to her and asked her what to do. And she said, Crystal, if you didn't write like you, were t- like you talk, nobody's going to read the book. They want you to write like you talk. See, here's the thing is I let that authority in my life keep me from years of writing, years of putting out what I felt like was in my heart. And now my books go all over the world, people reading them, God doing amazing things in their life. But here's the thing, it wouldn't have ever happened if I continued to listen to that authority figure in my life that came to tell me no. Some of you need to get back your dreams. You need to quit letting authority figures in your life disqualify what God has placed in your life. Just recently, I was talking to a pastor and he's reaching so many people. And he told me about how the first time he got up to preach, a pastor that he loved in his life told him, you'll never make it as a speaker. You are terrible. You can never do anything great as far as platform ministry. And that lie kept him from years of speaking. And now he has a church with so many people in attendance, people getting saved every single week. Now, just think, if he would have let that one negative voice keep me keep him from God's promise, so many people would have never heard about Jesus. What authority has taken away your dreams? Number two, the woman with the issue of blood. It's found in Matthew uh, chapter 19. And the Bible tells us that there was a great crowd pressing around Jesus. And so she went through the crowd, pressing through the crowd and telling herself, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, I'll be made well. I think what we can learn from that on not giving up is our second thing is don't worry what people say. See, here's the thing is if she would have let that entire crowd keep her from what Jesus uh, had for her, then she would have never walked in the fullness of what God had available for her. But so often we let other people keep us from what God has. And and so many times I, I love um, this, that in my own life that I've learned that somebody else's opinion, I love Rachel Hollis says this, somebody else's opinion of you 
does not matter to you. It's none of your business. And I love this because that woman with the issue of blood, if she would have been found out that she was in the crowd, she could have been stoned to death. She was ceremonial unclean. And so at that point of her pressing through the crowd, she was declaring, it doesn't matter what other people say. It doesn't matter if other people say I'm not qualified. It doesn't matter if other people think that I will get my miracle. It doesn't matter if other people seem to be closer to Jesus than I am. And so often we look at everybody else and we feel like everybody else is closer to God than we are. Everybody else has a closer prayer walk. Everybody else can hear God better. And we let those things keep us from the pursuit that God has for us. See, it doesn't matter what people say. It just matters that we are going to press through even when it seems impossible. The third thing I want to highlight is Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus' story is found in Luke chapter 19. um, 19. And I love this. It says that he didn't focus on his shortcomings. It says that he was too short and he couldn't see over the crowd. See what I did there? You see that little pun? Uh, But he was too short. He couldn't see over the crowd. So what did he do? He found another way. He got up in a tree to see Jesus. Um, I love this because I think what we can learn out of this is that what you don't have can't keep you from all that God has for you. See, so often we're good at taking inventory of our shortcomings of our weaknesses, of what we don't have. In fact, whenever Jesus got ready to feed the multitude, he told them that he wanted to feed them and the disciples immediately started talking about what they don't have. And some of you have a dream to start a book, but you're thinking about what you don't have and that's a publisher's approval. You're thinking about what you don't have and that's time to write a book. But I love this, that you write a book five minutes at a time and you don't need a publisher to do it. In the age and time we live in, you can self-publish so easily. Quit letting what you don't have, keep you from doing what you can. And here Zacchaeus was, he couldn't make himself any taller, but he could use what he had in his situation. And that was a tree. And so for some of you, you can't make yourself uh, offset the things that you were born with or the talents or the abilities that you were born with, but you can utilize everything that you do have to the best of your ability. I love in Hebrews 12 too, it says, looking away from all that will distract unto Jesus. You know, I love that because it's letting us know that there's going to be a lot of things in our life that are distractions. Maybe it's disqualifications from authority figures. Maybe it's what people have said about you. Or maybe for you, it's what you don't have that's keeping you. And here's the thing is that God's called us to not give up. When all those things happen, He wants us to keep pressing forward. One of my favorite scriptures is when Jesus says to the disciples, when the son of man comes again, will he find anybody continuing in their faith? And that tells me this, that when Jesus comes back again, he's looking for people who will refuse to give up. He's looking for the people that didn't give up, even though the circumstances were hard, people that didn't give up, even when people said they couldn't do it, people that didn't give up, even when authority figures told them they would never make it. And here's the thing. I believe you're listening to this because you're that kind of person. And so let's be the kind of people that don't give up. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this podcast. What God is doing here on this podcast channel is absolutely amazing. Can you do me a favor? Take a screenshot or maybe take a selfie of yourself wherever you are listening with it and maybe share it on your uh, social media. Tag me. I'd love to celebrate with you. And if you haven't done so already, can you drop a review about this podcast? Every review just helps us uh, be able to let other people know what we're doing here on 
on this podcast channel. And so I'd love for you to just take a moment, leave us a review, share about it on your social media, help us get the word out so we can help others and let's do something awesome for God this week.